All right, welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Philip. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. I could have been Scott for this episode. I mean, you know, Philip, I'm putting that over the intro music just so you know. Yeah, I, I know. I'm actually talking right now because I know it's going to go over the intro music, but it's fine because I'm not going to listen to this episode now that I'm on it. Hey, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> even, well, even if I'm not on it, I don't listen to it. I think Scott has to fill me in like, episodes later. We know we've already talked about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this episode is brought to you by listeners like you, our patron supporters, like Philip. You're welcome. Thank you. And I think one of us uh, like supports your podcast, maybe. Yeah, Scott does. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, that was my way of not saying that I don't do that. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to glide past it, but that's cool. It's on record. Diaz is not a supportive friend. It, it's totally okay. I that that Diaz is a supportive friend, and I and like we help. We have him on the show. We get him some of those. Uh, Exposure, exposure bucks. bucks. Yeah, I love these exposure bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, we we like to try to help you know less successful um, struggling <laughs> podcasts. I I appreciate it. Helps me a ton. Yeah, I feel like I I feel say without looking can... at our numbers, which I'm pretty confident you have more listeners than we. Yeah, do. I was about to say. I, I hope Philip realizes we're being very sarcastic. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're it, bigger it's than the us. Whole interview versus gear talk. That's what it amounts to. All right, so um, people come Phil. to hear one person speak, and that's what all right, let's go. Interviews. Interview the I, I'm, interviewee. I'm not the person who's going to draw you listeners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that the Venn diagram of our listenership is almost a circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've got like two. I'm pretty sure our Patreon subscribers is a circle. Yeah. It's love, real close. Love is a circle, not a triangle. Oh, yeah, it's real. Right. Yeah, it's like everyone's like, uh, yeah, does Jason sponsor your show? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Okay. Okay, cool. Actually, actually, Jason doesn't sponsor mine. Oh, really? Yeah, Jason's not one of my Patreons. Yeah. We yeah. talk a little bit more metal than you do. Yeah, you need more metal content, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, pointy, pointy, needly, needly. It needs to be all uh, black. Chugga, chugga. Chugga, chugga. Zero, one, oh, one, zero, one, zero, one. HM2. Got... If it's not binary. Wait. That was a reference to ones and zeros, by the way. Not his sexual preferences whoa 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 well whoa. he said if he's not binary no i'm <sighs> so if it's not binary all right we're gonna move forward chugga chugga moving forward. <laughs> move chugga chugga moving forward all right um so if you guys don't realize through all the banter we do have philip from the 40 watt podcast on this week because scott just sent him philip, the link yeah scott yeah. just asked him to be on <laughs> like, a link and we're going not, not gonna lie actually philip requested to be on this week Okay. Yeah, I've got I've got opinions. Oh, this, this better have, be good. Opinions. This better oh. be good. Is is the thing that you have opinions on in the list? Yeah, oh yes. It's like the first link. Who put pass next to the topic? That's a decent topic. That was me. Yeah. Hold on. Let me change the Wait, script. You're gonna pass quick. the topic? I'm gonna yeah. flip the script. I should probably uh, have a stopwatch going for you guys to like monitor the timing on yeah, this because there's yeah, no we way probably... we're gonna actually make it to the topic. No. In an hour. I mean, yeah. we might. I don't have a lot of opinions on most of this stuff. Okay. Why is this all caps? I don't want this all caps. Okay. All right. Um, so, well, let's see. What's new? Scott, anything new with you in the gear world? Uh, yeah, I got a new toy in this week. Um, after okay. long wait, my 
uh, Chase Bliss Generation Lost Mark II showed up. Oh, yeah. It's have fun. you plugged it in? I have. Oh. I have, which is probably a record for me, isn't it? In, yeah, under a week. week. Yeah, within two days, I had that plugged in and playing with it. Um, it's fun. It's it's hard. It, it can get out of control pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, or it gets into like unusable territory for me pretty quickly, but um, it's it fun sounds so like far. the Nam House, the summer Nam House. <laughs> gets out of control for Scott quickly. really quickly. It gets out of control pretty quickly. It's, it's pretty, pretty unusable. Did you, did pretty you, much did unusable. you notice last time we did the Nam House, Scott got a remote room? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Scott's not I, sleeping in the, the the side den living room on an air mattress again. Yeah. Not making that mistake. Yeah, that was not a good call. So, I got the so... I got the everyone felt bad for me room. <laughs> yeah, but you had a roommate. Yeah, yeah. You did have a roommate. Oh, Ben, for a few nights, right? Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. He slept on the dog bed. He's what are you talking about? He curled up next to me, put on a wig. It was very awkward. <laughs> uh, that was a I'm really weird, confusing one. time for you. <laughs> it was, you know, that was that was very interesting. And then I had uh um oh, why is my brain not working? Well Corey. I had Corey <laughs> taking me out onto the strip. That was very weird. So all right. So Scott got the. Do you have? Did did you get a V one? Have you had a generation loss before? No, and actually, I kind of regretted not getting the V one because it was always. Yeah. I I kind of thought I didn't want it because there is a generation loss mode in the Dark World. Right. But like, and I use it there. Um. But this thing is just another level. It's it's pretty nuts, and I'm just scratching the surface of it. So. Scratching your head too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think that's a lot of people that bought the V2 were people who maybe thought they didn't want the V1 and then felt like they missed out on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there we've definitely seen the people who listed immediately on Reverb already for double uh, price. But you know what? Well, like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I I mean, it's the same thing with like the King of Tone. It's it's a waitlist skip at this time. It's not an actual like you can't mm -hmm. get it skip. So I don't know if I'm as mad about that as I would be um, if it was like just, uh, you know, people buying the limited edition pedal and flipping it immediately. Yeah. It's it's all a thing. It's going to be unavoidable, the flipping thing. We've gone down that rabbit hole, though. There's no need to re like cover all that again. But it, it just wait for it. It's not like it's a crazy wait list. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's still open right now. I, I mean, they're Chase Bliss is changing their model into doing batches and pre-order stuff. So, yep, it is a slightly different kind of thing. It's not like you can just walk down to your store and buy a gravitas anymore. Right. Um, but I also hope the whole Chase Bliss supply crunch kind of eases up here and kind of normalizes. I know, like they've just been sold out everywhere forever. Um, yeah. And so every pedal they make is just jacked up in price but you used to be able to get some deals on stuff like that where you could kind of limp into them and they're great so that's how i got into the one the ones i've had is just either they got became part of a trade deal mm -hmm. or you know something like that but now no yeah my first two my first one was a trade deal my second one was a good deal bought used so yeah I'm still toying around with the idea, or I say toying around, it's bouncing around my head to replace my Revival Drive on my main board with a 
um, preamp mark too. I I love the revival drive. That is definitely a pedal I I regret selling. Yeah, but moving it's, faders, bro. Like not know, even moving those faders. Are, those, are like just, two, those are two pedals that like Diaz's love right there. Like if you can make a revival <laughs> drive with faders. Oh cool. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, want. I well, just my, want that. That's all. Well, I my beauty. The, the beauty now that I've I've gone MIDI with my my main board. I have a MIDI controller. Suddenly, I have a lot more options. I have a bunch of different drive sounds available mm-hmm. with the um, with the Mark II preamp that I don't have with the Revival Drive because basically I have two sounds and I swap back and forth between them. And because no one wants to turn and tweak that pedal that often, there's a lot of knobs. Yeah, there's a whole lot of knobs. I just I th- it was probably one of the most organic sounding overdrives and in the distortions that I've had like amp, yeah it it really it sounds like an amp it does, but that's that's kind of Origins thing, yeah. Origins so, doesn't make good quality products. They just sometimes it's like why are you making this though, <laughs> like the tremolo. Oh oh my god no I love that tremolo. I know but it is like, so good. I know, but still, they could have been doing something totally different. I, I like what they're doing. I like the magma, the the vibrato as well. But uh, so Diaz, what's new with you? Um, I went to Muscle Shoals, uh, Alabama, this past week. Um, did a little vacation down there. Um, that was kind of pretty much it. I didn't. I haven't gotten any new gear. Uh, but yeah, I went down there, got to do some tours of recording studios in the Alabama Music Hall of Fame. Um, kind of had a blast. Went to uh, Philip. You recommended was Shoals Guitar Boutique, mm-hmm. and that was a very fun place. Had a lot of cool gear to mess with. Yeah, um, the, the it was one of those really. The owner was just cool. He was like, "Hey, there's cables, there's power." He's like, "If you have any questions, feel free to ask." He's like, "I'm gonna sit back here on the computer. I'm not one of those like hover people." He's like play have fun don't worry about buying anything like he was it was just really one of the the coolest things um just being able to mess with whatever i want to mess with i messed with the uh two rock what is it called the bloomfield drive yeah the thing that was sixty five hundred dollars listed <laughs> yeah. um holy crap sounded phenomenal i got to mess with an old 68 baseman um Ooh. that was really nice uh and they're, they're, like reasonably priced it was like he was asking like nine fifty for the head, yeah. Which which I I mean it used to be a little bit cheaper, but like with the way prices are nowadays, at a boutique shop, that's a pretty solid price. Yeah, and they are sort of like the premier boutique shop in that northeast uh, northwest Alabama area. So, mm-hmm. so I mean it was just it was a really cool I had a cool trip. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Bought some more Funko Pops. I'm collecting my Hamilton collection of now. <laughs> I got Aaron Burr and another uh, Alexander Hamilton. So that's my weird little thing I do is collect those Funko pops. Yeah, I don't I've got a few that we got into, but like I don't have a bunch of things I collect. Like my uh, Kelly, my wife likes uh, the Jurassic Park stuff. Yeah. And I do the uh, Game of Thrones and Daredevil. Yeah, I've got um, a lot of Batman uh, some McDonald's stuff, which is mostly my mm-hmm. kids. Give me that as a joke. Oh yeah. And then Hamilton. I've got a few music ones. I've got uh, Elvis um, in the white jumpsuit. I've got Jimi Hendrix. So. Oh. And then Slash. 
I did get a Jimi Hendrix one once because I got the it's part of the records collections. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the Are You Experienced one. Yeah, I've got the Elvis record collection one. Yeah. And I've got the I've got the ACDC back in black one. But the, oh, that's cool. the well, the Jimi Hendrix one is weird. He's not holding a guitar. Yeah. Like what? Okay. Are you weird. supposed to have like a flaming guitar in front of him, or I, 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 no? He just because it's doesn't not like him on his knees in that like classic pose. Like no, right it's okay. just him standing there, but no yeah. guitar. I'm like, uh, what the hell? Anyway, it's a weird thing, but it's it's cool. Do um, you leave them in the box? Yeah, I do. Oh, oh yeah, mine are all completely. If and if it has a plastic seal on it, we keep the seal on. I, um, I, don't like... I have a I have a few that are open because I bought them opened uh but yeah yeah usually if i bought an open one i try to find a boxed one for me it's not for any reasonable collectible it's just they're easier to display in the boxes yeah they stack pretty easy yep exactly i my mine's yeah because i mean really those aren't like anything you play with i mean they're meant just to really be looked at so might as well leave it in the box exactly and and the box has the name on it so if someone's not sure and they're looking you know yeah, so. I, that's what I do. I'm going through their website right now. <laughs> oh my who's, gosh! Wait, who's the Funko Pop one? Oh, so the there, Funko Pop. Website. There is a Jimi yeah. Hendrix that does have a guitar. Okay, the yeah, one I've, I have does not. I've got a. I've got the large one. Mine's. Yeah, that's what I've got. Yours is large. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. It's a big square because it's the record collection. No, 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 no. The actual figurine. Oh no, no, no. The figurine I have is normal size, but it's in a bigger box because it's supposed to be. Yeah like representative of a record yeah no i've got the Jimi hendrix that's like a huge box i've seen two Jimi hendrixes already just in the there's a machine gun kelly and it's holding his guitar oh gosh i've got a few from uh uh jingle all the way with arnold schwarzenegger man they uh, they're really just licensing it's anything everything, and everything can't they aren't they no oh, yeah, it, everything. yeah like well that's the whole that's the whole thing with the the I mean, that's why a lot of people collect them is because you you find so many different things that you can collect together, like Parks and Rec, um, The Simpsons. I mean, it's just it's po- anything pop culture. That's why it's pop. <laughs> yep. It's pop pop culture. And then they have well, like realistic looking Tom ones, Ross. too, where they're like mm-hmm. taller. Yeah, yeah I don't, that's I don't the care one anything I about those. I th- yeah, the whole DK, like I, th- I think of them as DK mode action figures like the old golden mm-hmm. night sheet um oh yeah, yeah. yeah where everyone gets a giant head that's what i think of yep yeah i hope they bring golden to the switch soon uh they are well i know i mean like i'm hoping it's oh. soon actually speaking of the patient. switch i just finished metroid dread yeah that's fun oh. that was actually was really fun yeah i i've been i've still been playing tony hawk's pro skater and uh, breath of the wild Breath um, of the Wild is so much. Just like you can just keep playing that game. Yeah, you get sucked in. Man, we're tur- we're now turning into the Tony Turks. We're talking. I don't, I, I don't have a. Switch, we're about to. So. We're turning into just surprise me where it's not about anything at all. Wow. Um, all right, Philip, what's new with you in the gear world? Uh, gear world. I've got a couple of things that are pretty cool. Um, one's on loan and one I bought. Uh, so my Grez Mendocino Baritone got finished. Right. Yeah. And um. That thing is super, super rad. I freaking love that guitar. Um, Barry over at Gress Guitars makes incredible guitars. Um, 
they're a little pricey, but they're the the values there. They they're honestly some of they're, the best playing guitars. They're not that expensive. They're really, as far as boutique really guitars go. I mean You said the Grez guitars are not that expensive for boutique? Yeah, yeah for boutique, oh. they're expensive. But um like but they're like act- rightfully so expensive. They're not like, oh my gosh, what the hell are you buying? Or like four for like four K? Less. Less. Really? Three K? Yeah, you can get a Mendocino like st- okay, with that not talking baritone. You get yeah. like a regular Mendocino um for three thousand fifty. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah so I mean they're they're not like more expensive average-ish. than like Cower or right. Novo or any of the other kind of just I'm gonna call them mainstream boutique builders. Yeah. So well I mean this is it puts him in the same ballpark as um uh novo actually yeah um the difference is novo is an 18 month wait list i got my grez in two months oh wow that's not bad at all not bad at all um i mean when you look at like okay yeah three thousand um less paul brand new less paul's 27.99 26.99 something like that so and barry's doing it with um you know the the guitar tops he uses are reclaimed redwood the bodies are one piece uh Honduran mahogany. Uh I don't know. He's making great guitars. I like everything he builds. I played a whole bunch of them in Chicago while I was up there recently. Um and uh, the other thing I have that is uh borrowed, it's loaned right now. Right now. I'm saying that. Mate, we'll see if it stays. Um but I've got the Gecko Plex by Gecko Pedals. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's their uh it's their Echo Plex style pedal i've been shooting it out against my tube tape echo uh i put one i did a live on on youtube shooting them out a little bit that was mostly just to see if my live setup worked uh i'm going to record a proper video hopefully sometime in the next few days but it sounds incredible it also has a moving slider by the way oh yeah hey how did you like that whirly bird oh dude that is super rad it's the whirly birds it's gonna it's gonna take me a while while to figure out like when to use that because the drive in addition to the tremolo is like it's so cool though it you just do it, it whenever you're playing a ccr song that's all <laughs> and like, it gets seriously super that's choppy yes. it gets like super super choppy and so many tremolos don't get that choppy anymore right. like they're, they're they don't they don't have that hard cut almost a square wave you know what i mean that one gets there and i really really like it nice i've got to play what? around with the internal trim pots what about the packing job uh the packing was um it was arousing five out of seven <laughs> five out of seven. Seven. <laughs> seven. 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 sorry if okay so on ongoing joke um i used a uh a personal massager box to ship the uh the whirly bird i didn't have any i didn't have a box that it came in and i that was just one that was easy to reach well the pedal is certainly pleasurable so yeah it's got that nice flutter to it <laughs> that was the joke i was like yeah scott has just stopped talking at this point he's like scott, i'm not going near he, this he, he, he knew about it <laughs> i said I, will will also knew about it and he said that's why you're my friend <laughs> <laughs> um, oh all right let's move on to some gear news scott yeah. you can you can come back to the Scott, is it safe, guys? It's safe. <laughs> it's safe now. <laughs> All right. So, um, it was really funny because we've been we were talking about um, like, plug. We've talked about plugins. Scott's talked about plugins a lot. 
Um, but we recently talked about like the Big Muff plugin, and it was like, well, I'm, I can't remember if it was on air. At some point, I kind of made the comment, well, like if like everyone's doing just like you just got to load the algorithm, like everyone should do plugins. So QSAC is now doing a Tapple World plugin. Awesome. Yeah. Which I like, like it. which like this is the whole thing because this requires. I mean, they have to do the R and D. They have to get the they have to get the stuff built but it doesn't require them to keep building something. Well, also considering, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the Tapa World was still a photocell tremolo, wasn't it? I believe so, but don't hold me to that. It just that. had a digital controller on the light side of it. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, yeah, I can't really think of a lot of tremolo plugins, especially ones that have like the amount of options the Tapa World has. So, awesome. Yeah. Is there a price I, on those yet? That's what I was just looking for. No. Uh, oh, they are. They're going to announce when it's available. They are giving the plugin away for free to those that sign up on their email list. I love that. Yep, just giving it away. Love it. <laughs> Go sign up. I mean, um, the guitar pedal plugin has been a thing for a little while. I mean, a few Wampler pedals now are out on, as plugins. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of Eventide stuff is available as plugins as well. Um, so keep them coming. I love it. I, uh, during 2020, they were doing a, they did a free Klon plugin. I've got that one floating around here somewhere. <coughs> I think I have a, somebody's version of that. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's think. If everybody's in dolls a lot more. Everybody's doing a lot more recording. Everybody's doing a lot more playing at home. There's a lot, there's a few people I've seen on on in Facebook groups that have just gone purely digital. They're not using uh, they're not using any hardware. They're plugging their guitar directly into an interface, and that's their rig. Oh, actually, that reminds me of another what's new I have. Oh, yeah, I oh. forgot to mention I got the Tonex app from IK Multimedia to play with. Which nice. is that yeah. amp capture um thing so i haven't captured an amp in it yet i haven't done anything with it yet other than install it because i've been dealing with computer problems for the last two days um and by which i mean i got it working to do an episode of phillips podcast and haven't touched my computer until right now so (laughs) um so no one breathe near my desktop right now it's working let's keep it that way um as i hold an open can of ginger ale on top of it um so yeah the uh that will be an all-in-one possibly recording solution so we'll see where yeah. that goes i just yep. subscribed to um the mail sex mailing list yeah so did yes. i <laughs> as soon as soon as i saw that's how you get it i'm like i'll subscribe for a free plugin well also yes. think about so when we talked about the big muff plugin right right what what makes that one interesting is it's a physical pedal right yeah that has a digital io on it so you don't yep. have to set up a reamping box or anything. You just plug the thing right has in. has 20% off their website over $100 right now. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I, I feel – I think it's – John is – John's got to get his marketing. If he could just get his marketing where it needs to be, golly. Mm-hmm. They've got such great products. Yeah, I think they are definitely one of those like way under the radar – companies that it I, I don't understand if someone i mean at this point i think actually if someone just re-badged all their stuff <laughs> yeah under like under like a single like 
dude's name kind of like uh i don't know just created a youtube presence based on something like that you right, know yeah did that model i think his stuff would just start flying off the shelf without people yep. realizing it also yeah, were, were we talking about like sometimes you just need to charge more and suddenly your product is paid attention to yeah that's 100 percent. so the, john should probably charge a little bit more he probably should because his stuff is still sitting in that like um he's got a couple of mini pedals sitting at like the 105 range uh yeah. stuff goes up in like the 230 250 range but like I, I like if the tackle world costs 350 bucks we'd probably all be lining up for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is just weird and well dumb. and that's a, that's the thing that pedal's discontinued yeah you establish value sometimes by charging what you want for it i mean that's the uh I've, I've talked about it a few times on my podcast. That's the Zvex mentality. Zvex decided on his price by walking into a shop. They asked him, how much do you charge for it? Uh, you know, back before, you know, just, you know, internet. He would, uh, he'd go to the shop, delivered him, said, how much do you charge for it? He said, what's the most expensive pedal you have? He said, make it more than that. Yep. That's how he determined his price. And that, that's and that's, and that's not that the also, proper way to do all your business expenses. But yes, no. But like the 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 thing is, is like you've got also like because people equate monetary value with quality. Yes, which and, is not always true. And, I mean, it also it, the size of the box. Yeah, if the box is bigger, we think it's worth more. Just inherently, it's like one that's got to be that's got to be why the Pictronics pedals come in a box a, that can hold like six. Vol, of volume does not equal value. Yeah. Yes. Vertex boost. <laughs> oh. The oh. vertex boost they made smaller though. They did make it. Did anyone buy one? No. Uh, I've seen a few on. I like. I don't know anyone who's bought one, but I've seen a few on some pedal boards. I didn't buy one. I've never just, owned a vertex pedal. Same. I've got a Benoit on my board right now. So. Oh, you have Wah. Nice. Yeah, kind of actually, but the, <laughs> it's. Have you thought about like putting it. in a different case and then gooping it and uh, selling it for twice as much? Well, I'm having problems out of it right now. I think the switch died. Oh. Well, Be because anytime I, I try to turn it on, uh, the volume just cuts off and the light's the, not working. Is the battery dead? Well, I'm not running it off a of battery. I'm running it off of a power supply. Oh. I almost said I don't own any Vertex product, but I take it back. I did buy the Vertex battery power supply. Um, oh, the because, one original pedal he makes. Right. Well, it was um, it was on sale at Guitar Center or something like that for twenty nine ninety nine. What is it? So they, it's it's a box with like space for what six? Uh, I think it's four. Four nine volt batteries. Yep. That just plug in. That just go into a um like a normal like power cable so yeah. you can power your board with nine volt batteries in an easy to replace place okay um that's not original dan electro did that <laughs> the battery billionaire all right uh is that one of their new things they did yeah, there? that's a billionaire series that's in recent history that's, yeah that's a new thing for them well, when did the, when did vertex put theirs out i don't know five years ago yeah really yeah, it's been out a while. I mean, Vertex has been around for quite a while now. The Billionaire series came out a little longer than five years ago. Yeah, because they've well, already discontinued it, right? Yeah. Well, either way, it's, right, a pretty, it's an interesting box because you can also power it and it can work like a Are regular you, right. power supply. All right, so Sweetwater, they posted about it 
on April 27th, 2021. About the what? The battery the power vertex. supply? Yeah. Oh, well, mine, the, the, the oh, there's board, a V2. Yeah, the board inside mine says 2020 it was built, so it's got to be before then. Okay. Yeah, I like how I like how the battery billionaire has a switch to turn everything off too. Yeah, so does this one. Yeah, that's nice. Huh. So it seems like, but I'm just saying it was an original idea. Yeah, it was not. It's the oh, box it is, the same size. It looks like it is still thirty bucks at uh, Sweetwater. Yeah. The battery billionaire is a little bit more expensive. I mean, it guys, it's it's a little like it's such a cheap thing to manufacture. Funny, it's, funny it's an thing. injection molded plastic with like battery contacts in it and a switch. This one yeah. isn't plastic. This is metal. So is the battery billionaire. It's metal. Yeah, it's a metal enclosure, which makes the fact that it's so cheap right now weird. I don't know if it's a standard metal enclosure size. Oh, but the battery billionaire is like fifty bucks, but it also comes with four batteries. So oh, oh, that's, wait, that's yeah. like twenty dollars right there. Does, does the, it come with a fancy Dan Electro batteries? Yes. <laughs> the Vertex is thirty and doesn't even come with cables. Exactly. Cancel them. <laughs> Fuck them again. Just, that's the line. Such... This is the line. This is when we finally give up on Vertex. Not the fraud. Not the constant lying. Not the shady just personality in not, general. Not the Hawaiian shirts. Ugh. Just whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm here First to off, the Hawaiian shirts. It's not the hey. Hawaiian shirts. It's the mediums. That's the problem. It's mediums. Yes. But yeah, no. It's the not including cables in your power supply. Yeah. That's, what yeah. the hell? Which can't do it anyway. Anymore, moving on. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we've talked about one new thing. Yeah. Yeah. All so right, let's so get to the one I actually have opinions on. PRS launches new stomp box range. Stomp box range with three pedals. They've got more like the... POS pedals. Am I right? Oh! Oh! Suck it, Paul. Hold on. Hold on. All right, all right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Which this is so here's a question Phelps. i gotta start with this okay are you a, a prs hater in general honestly i have tried i will i swear i, I will I, listen to your podcast and i will point stuff out to you if you lie to me i do not i am not a prs fan despite trying okay. to be a prs fan okay i have tried over the years they have a bunch of models that i've really wanted to like i really okay. wanted to like the dgt i really wanted to like the 594 i wanted to I, and i actually do kind of like the silver sky but not enough to buy it over a strat okay. um I, i've wanted to like them but i just i can't get into them they I, they've always appealed to a music i didn't like so that didn't help them any new either. metal yes brent mason so hell yeah well, see, Brent Mason, Mason, <laughs> Brent Mason made, made all of his best music on a Telecaster. So, uh, but it's, it, and don't get me wrong, they make amazing build quality guitars. They just don't appeal to me. And these pedals fall very much into that category. They, the, I, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be real. Like my initial reaction, first of all, they made this big announcement, blah, blah, blah. It was pedals. It's three pedals. It's dual flanger, it's an overdrive, and it's a compressor. Okay. They look like something from, like, the late 80s, early 90s. They look like carbon fiber with the wave design. They're ugly. I I'm think just going to go ahead and call it. They're they kind of look like Voodoo Labs. They yeah. do, except Voodoo Lab 
did it in the this 90s. Looks like, this looks like this looks like Voodoo Lab and then Fender, like the new Fender design had a baby. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what this looks like. They 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 don't look good. I'm just going to I'm just going to say it like that. They don't look great. And then there's the naming convention, which is <laughs> wind through the trees, Mary cries, and then horse shit. I mean, horse meat. I yeah. just the horse meat one is the one that like okay, so wind through the trees for a flanger. Okay, I can kind of like uh, uh, my, my brain can get there. No, yeah, too yeah. long, too long of a name. No, no, but like the name. Look, that pedal didn't the... have to be that big. It's only that big so they could get the whole name of it on there. <laughs> All right, that's good. I mean, that is actually like, true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the three together, and the you know, the call, text size is wanna, the same. Like, I feel like the, I feel like someone was like like trying to make everything a haiku or something, but doesn't know what a haiku is. <laughs> they just, it's like, it's kind of like, I. You know what? Here's the deal. So. Do, do I, you build, wait? Wait. Do you build sentences by the order you put them in? Mm. Horse meat not... wind through the trees. Mary cries. <laughs> Horse meat wind through the trees. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's bad. a whole play. It's a okay, whole play. and and then and then here's the worst part. They <laughs> don't expensive. sound good. Yeah. They don't. I I listened to the demos that are out there. They had plenty of time to get quality demos. They don't sound great to me. I don't like them. I actually, it, crazy part is, I like PRS amps. I actually think they made some really cool amps. Um, so I don't just hate everything PRS does. I don't think these are good. Okay, so here's the thing I found. So I, I just like started playing one of the demos. Um, these pedals have the same problem that a lot of pedals do they look bigger in their picture than they are in real life yeah they're actually just really square yeah like that's the tough part is like oh my gosh the the single enclosure the 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 single one that's just a basic uh i don't know the same one the king of tone uses just flipped up right that's the same enclosure no it's smaller smaller is it smaller yeah. yeah if you look at it with the like look at like the pictures where there's actually cables plugged into the thing you're suddenly like oh it's actually a lot smaller than i thought yeah okay and we're like why are the foot switches so massive yeah so like then you realize oh it's actually a smaller pedal it's just not a normal pedal size right so like mary cries horse meat when Mary, the Mary yeah, I did a syllable meat. count, so you can't make a haiku out of them without adding a few extra words. But ah, uh, dang it! I know. Well, that's okay. the, that's the more pedals to come. Uh, yeah, but we so, need to finish this damn haiku. Yeah. So what? Two fifty for the overdrive, two twenty for the compressor slash boost. They're calling it both. And then, um, I like they, these designs make fifty for the flanger. These designs make Cusack stuff look like art. They really do. <laughs> no offense if john never listens to this but like these these actually make me sort of think that that new fender hammer tone series is interesting <laughs> Nah, i'm not there yet <laughs> okay yeah okay. that was an, that was I, exaggeration yeah but. i, I want to dial back actually the one thing that is interesting to me and none of us are focusing on it is the mary cries optical compressor is uh-huh. an la2a style circuit which there's yes. not a ton of guitar pedals that do that there's not um and if it's built well this could be actually a pretty great pedal but the problem is uh, you know compressor pedals 
forgive like you cannot do a youtube demo on a compressor pedal you can't. yeah that's a very very tough to so to... It's, it's one of those things of like you just gotta get it in your hands and know if it feels right um so that, i wonder that if they're gonna be showing up in guitar centers oh yeah I gonna, so. these, these are going to be everywhere. Like these are yeah. these have to be built in volume to justify what they are. Uh, yeah, Sweetwater's already got them. Uh, everywhere's everywhere's going to have these. Yeah. I mean, the problem with that too is, uh, like, we talked about how much we we like PRS amps, but the reality is PRS amps don't really have great distribution yet. Yeah. Like you rarely actually see them in stores. Yeah. I, I don't I think that, I don't think I've ever seen a new one in store. I've only ever seen used ones in store. I've seen one. I've seen new them. Yeah. Uh, well, I also don't have a lot of music stores around me, but none of the ones I have would have had yeah. it. But like the the was it the Sunzera is their Hot Rod Deluxe competitor. Like uh -huh. you should see those everywhere, right? Like that that's the mark. Like that store should just be littered with those things, and yeah. I don't really see them. Yeah, it's it's hard to be like if you want it to be successful. Yeah, it needs to be everywhere. Um, one of one of my uh, uh, local friends, also a, a listener of the Patreon, he just bought um, the the fifty watt. What is it? Custom fifty. It, it just the custom fifty amp. Yeah, I think I that's it. I feel like I barely know. Like I'm always surprised when I see a PRS amp show up in the wild. Right. Like there's used well, ones that show up at Chicago Music Exchange all the time. And I'm like, I've never heard of this amp. I've never well, heard he of bought this amp. One, like, he bought it like dirt cheap. That's the thing. Like it, sometimes they go for like dirt cheap. Sometimes they're super expensive. It's the same amp. People just don't know anything about it. So they don't know how to price it. Like they just show up. They, they're not made. They just barely any used market. So people just don't know. Exactly. Hmm. So uh, I think he got the head and he bought the head alone for under a grand Wow. And he bought the bought a cab for like three hundred bucks. Nice. And like, I think the new price on that amp, the head, is like over two grand. Hmm. I don't know. It's I and I I think they make good amps, or I think they make decent amps. They just put out a um, uh, what a vintage uh plexi super lead style amp that has gotten good reviews. Uh, Zach over at Mythos has one. He seems to love it. Um, I don't know. I'm not excited. I don't get excited about PRS in general, but I I keep trying to get excited about them because everybody else seems to be, and it just Amen. hasn't happened. Yeah, it's just not your thing. That's cool. Yeah, it's okay. All right. Have we have we sunk these enough yet? Yeah, maybe. Okay. I, I, uh, let I, me ask. Okay. Let me ask the question. All right. Let, the the wrap it up question here. Okay. So these have been pretty universally panned in every group we were in. Yes. Is the good press is oh sorry is the bad press good press? Yeah, maybe. Because I, I think that I think you're going to get a lot of people who are PRS supporters that are now going to blindly support them just to piss off the people who hate PRS. Hmm. I so here's the camp I'm in. I I don't really have any interest in the compressor because I have the compressor I like. If I wanted a la, uh, LA2A style compressor, I'd probably go Union Tube and Transistor. Get a lab. But um, the horse meat, besides being maybe the new dumbest name in pedals. I want to buy it just because the name is dumb. I, I want to specifically not buy it because of the name. But two, it. it's, one more, off. it's one more overdrive. There's plenty of overdrives, and it's an overdrive with a dumb name. So it definitely made me not want it. But it's also a dumb dual, knob layout. Yes. 
Oh, mm-hmm. well, du- we can talk knob layouts here. Dual analog flanger. flanger. That's cool. Flanger. That's actually cool. I love this idea. I hate the name. I hate the look. I'm not a PRS fan, but that may be the one pedal in this release that's actually, okay, I get it. You're This is something that's really, really cool and may really make some waves. But it's also $350. Yeah. But they put a knob, so they used an enclosure that looks like it would have two foot switches, and there's a knob where the second foot switch would go. That's going to get broken. Yeah, I can't help but feel that way. <laughs> that's gonna somebody is going to be on stage and go to step on it and realize oh that is that is a knob so is, uh, yeah is, is I this totally the first the dual switch. flanger <laughs> that's out there I, I don't know of another one no I don't think so there's gotta be another dual flanger I mean there's I, there's pedals with like two flangers of, or like it's like a dual pedal that can do two different types of modulation but I don't think that's what they mean when they're doing the dual flanger thing no I don't think so because you can mix these together, basically huh. in parallel. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know of another one. I I really don't. Uh, this is the one that I would be interested in. Everything trying. everything is showing up the PRS one. Yeah, I would be really interested in trying this one, despite all the other negatives I had to say about this entire line. You don't want the wind through your hair and the trees. Uh, that's, I mean, wind through the trees. You used to have some long flowing hair. I did forever ago, long yeah. time ago. I know. I see those pictures and it always throws me off. Yes, did you ever grow your hair long? <laughs> no. Were you just a buzz cut till all fell out? <laughs> I was not buzz cut, but yeah, it was short. I mean, it was decently short cut. I, I did not grow I my wish hair I had long. more photos of when my hair was long. I have like I wish I had more era. photos when I had hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't have a lot of photos of my long hair era, but um But the I one love... you do have is just so great. Phen- phenomenal. Yeah. I've got I've cargo got a few shorts, other... you with a frisbee, flip flops. <laughs> playing with the dog. <laughs> playing with the dog. Yeah. You I've, got, just I've got a couple pure, other I, I just came from a fish concert vibes i've got a Hell i've got yeah. a few of me playing live and it's like out and not in a ponytail uh and those are kind of fun but i those were not they were never digital pictures they just exist and hey do you, you ever know, photographs do you think that they're ever going to make a pedal kind of like the stomp but you can load plugins into it i mean isn't that basically what the quad cortex is i don't know you tell me i don't have one can you load plugins you, they're supposed to start letting you load the um, all the archetype stuff soon. Yeah, but can you just? I'm I'm talking about the, something where you can just like the Tap World plugin. You could just load that in. Like you could just load a VST into it. Yeah, that's yeah. what it means. Uh, not that I know of. That'd yeah, be a cool I, idea. I don't know of one, but that makes sense to eventually happen. Yeah, I mean, someone should been, do that. People have done played live gigs with using some kind of interface. A MIDI controller and like guitar rig. I mean, that's basically so, what the, that's yeah. kind of what the OMAC did, but you needed a computer to run. Yeah, I don't want a computer. I want a I want a built-in pedal where I could just load plugins. Well, so the, that's not to get too technical here, but the fact that all VSTs kind of run on like Windows or like okay. a, a proper desktop environment, and most pedals are on these pretty. I mean, they're Basic. they're cool chips, but they're they're purpose-built chips to do what they do. Yeah. Uh, 
you can't just load a plugin on them, you know? And it's not like, hey, I wrote this algorithm, so let me just port the the code into another shell and ta-da, plugin. Like, they actually need to really develop stuff when they do these plugins. Um, but yeah, I, I think to my knowledge, done. there's nothing that can just sit there and run like a VST that's on like an ARM processor just sitting there ready to go. And I, f- I feel like it will eventually happen, though. I can see it. Who should I write? So, um, powering it is going to be the hardest thing. I want, I just want like 30 bucks for the idea. So, speaking of powering things, Mm. Uh there's there's a terrible transition. Are you saying Uh, we need to move along? Yeah. You know, it's bad when the guest is like, can we just. Victory launches the V1 pedal series in partnership with Thorpe FX. Yeah, they don't look like Thorpe pedals. I was kind of expecting Thorpe looking pedals. Yeah. No. So, apparently, Adrian Thorpe designed the circuits. Um, but they're very much VHT or VHT, uh, Victory Amplifications branding. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And so they've already had the bigger versions of these. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where they were sort of the amp in a pedal format and they were actually powered, weren't they? Yes. Where, yes. Like you could, you could run them like, they were like 20. It was a pedal board amp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these are more just an amp in a box kind of a thing where it's Overdrive just the pedal. Circuit. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm, I they look wonderful. So bad. They look wonderful. I mean, absolutely gorgeous design. The Kraken that that's a cool looking. Yes, the art's Even, great. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't like the name on the sheriff, but like, it, they all look phenomenal. I, I mean, love it, the it's cool. It's all the, the artwork copper. from the bigger pedals, just condensed. But yep, yeah, it, it was already I mean, good. Why, bro- you know, ain't broke. Don't fix it. But coming in now at what are these? Um, hundred ninety-nine pounds. They're two fifty. Yeah, so here's USA. the thing with these. Um, this is going to be another one of the situations. Go buy them in Europe right now and just yeah. ship them over. Yeah. Um, with the the way exchange rates are going. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I'm I think these are I think these are fantastic. I I'm really excited to see Victory doing some other stuff. I'd like to see more Victory stuff in the U.S. There's still just not a lot of it. Their distribution just here just isn't is robust. not good. Yeah. Mm-mm. But the minute. I, one, I don't think they have the volume yet to do right. like a Sweetwater, you know, like yeah. join Sweetwater and have them be their distributor. Cause it was, yeah. it was Rift City Music was on them for a while before they closed, right? I, that would, that tracks. I don't know that for certain, but that, that would track with the, uh, you know, the, the tie into that pedal show that that show had. And they had some other British brands that other, other places didn't have. Yeah. So. I think Chicago Music Exchange carries victory now. Hmm. Well, there you go. But I've yet to really see many of them in the store. I mean, the the only the only victory amps I've seen in the flesh were when um, I shared an office with um, Isaiah Sharkey's manager, and so he, he had a victory amp just sitting there waiting to be shipped for like two months. Oh wow. Because like they sent him one to try or something like that, or I I think he played Victory for a while. I can't remember. Well, I've been I've been impressed with everything I've heard of Victory amps. I just haven't really come across. Well, any. it's it's a Fender it's a Fender style head that you can get in a lunchbox size. I mean that that on its own is just something that the market needs more of. Well, yeah, and not just that they have one that's more of an AC thirty. They have one that's more of a something else yeah and they're they're smaller heads they're actually pretty affordable so i mean these should just be a gigger's dream they should be just got to get the distribution out there 
So, so there's a Richie Kotzen Diaz. Yeah, there throwing is. it out there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Not that you're, <laughs> you can jump on that immediately, but yeah, yeah. You know what else that I'm not jumping on immediately? This Fender Limited Edition Johnny Marr Jaguar in Fever Dream Yellow. I like the All color. All right. Other than the color, is there anything new updated? I don't think so. I think it's just like that nice mustard yellow. So, I mean, one of the famous things about the Johnny Marr was, for whatever reason, his had a bit different tremolo circuit. Or not tremolo, uh, circuit. Tremolo bar, like, call it kind of thing. So the bar wasn't uh, as wobbly in the Marr. It had like a, it had like a nylon sleeve or something like that. And I don't know why it was only that model, but I knew a lot of people that was like a sought after part. Where are the pickups in the regular Johnny Marr the um bare knuckles that are in this one? I think um, so. yeah, I think they've always been bare knuckle. Okay. Yeah. So twenty uh twenty four fifty of your great British pounds. Yeah. This is what happens when Diaz makes the news is we get we use gear news, <laughs> press releases, and everything's in pounds and we don't have to look it up. Well, luckily it's almost dollar for dollar right now, so twenty five twenty four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's actually uh at Woodwind and Brass it's twenty three ninety nine. Oh nice. look at that. Okay. And oh, the yeah. Zounds has the older one for twenty two forty nine. Yep, it's just one more guitar I won't be buying. It's great. That's the name of this episode. Guitars <laughs> that we won't be buying. <laughs> guitars and pedals I will not be buying. Yep. Oh, interesting. Uh, Fender's website actually has them listed as twenty twenty two ninety nine. Oh. Huh. But they're out of stock. Well, of course Fender's they website. are. Well. Oh, someone needs to oil their chair. That's me. I don't know. My, I was looking for my WD-40 before we get started because I need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a can over here you can borrow. Just come. I, I don't know what it. happened to my can. I feel like a failure. I, like I knew. I know I've got it somewhere. Well, talking about things that are not failures, uh, Walrus Audio announces the Eons of Five Flavor Fuzz. I mean, I'm done I with... want that. <laughs> really? I like the sag on it. I I'm pretty interested. Not gonna lie. So what are all the five different fuzzes that are available to us? So the five that are is a well, they, I'm going to use their terminology. There's it's basically five flavors. There's a traditional fuzz, that's their terminology. Mm-hmm. A silicon clipping, germanium soft clipping, LED clipping diodes, and Hard oversteering silicon transistors. Hmm. So is it just like a muff with a different bunch of clippings? Well, when I hear traditional fuzz, and so the two and three, I feel like are, well, the first two feel like they're like fuzz face. To me, they sound almost fuzz facey. I Without listening to it, just by their description. Like, but that would be really hard to do, wouldn't it? To to get like a whole different style. I because there's a ram on it. Yeah, yeah. There's a ram, so, on like it. a ram's head muff. I think that is the the fourth one, the LED clipping diodes. So I think they're all just flavors of muffs, though. Now I that I don't know, I'd have they to. They don't it sound out. like muffs in the demos. Yeah. 
Okay, then. Because uh, the germanium soft clipping, was there a muff that had germanium transistors ever? Yeah. I know there was. Hold on. No, it's definitely Fuzzface territory. Is it? And just hmm. listening to it. Yeah. Well, I am definitely interested. I love fuzz. I have too many fuzz pedals as it is, though. So it can also apparently uh, do 18 volts. Yeah, it's got that whole bias circuit that can go pretty up there. Yeah, three volts up to 18 volts. Uh, coming in at 269 euros or <laughs> $229. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so 229 bucks, you get a bunch of flavors of fuzz. That's, I don't know, seems pretty cool. I need to listen to some demos to really, to really know something about it. But uh, I like the idea of that bias circuit. I like the modes. Uh, you get a two band EQ on a fuzz, which is really helpful. Get a treble and a bass control. I don't know, I'm here for it. Walrus tends to make pretty good dirt pedals. The art is dope. The, yeah, the art is kind of dope. Um, yeah, I don't see anything to hate on it. I mean, I. Mm. It's it's even yeah. top you know it's top mount jack single mm. enclosure size. So I, I, why am I sitting here angry and hoping for more? There's something about the mode, like the five different modes on it. I just kind of like expected more for some reason. But then yeah. I, now I'm thinking back to like the Eon and the the Ages where, or sorry, it wasn't the Eon. What was the, what was the other Ages and the Eras? Aries, yeah. Eras. Um, those both were kind of just, it's an overdrive. Here's the different diode configurations. Yeah. They weren't like, okay, here's a tube screamer. Here's this, here's this, here's this. Um, so they're not like something in you just kind of sees this and is like, cool, this is going to be a fuzz face, a tone bender and a muff and you know, something else all thrown into one. I can hop between all of them, one pedal. That's not really what it is, but it no. is, here's a few different variations on clipping or various variations on the same topology more akin to, um, I, I, is it worth comparing it to something like the muffaletta? Yes. I, maybe. There's already people talking about replacing their muffaletta with this. Oh, wow. Really? Well, that's, yeah. okay. that's, that's a departure. because That's it's... why I'm being really quiet because I'm over here actually researching because I'm trying to figure out what type of fuzz it is. <laughs> and I've like, <clears throat> I went and searched uh, for it on Facebook and there's a person already saying, yeah, I'm going to get rid of my muffaletta and get this. Well, uh, I'll be interested in hearing it. I won't be buying it anytime soon, but I'm not going to be buying anything anytime soon. So. Um, I mean, I've bought things that are still on their way to me, so I got to stop. But I do <laughs> like fuzz, and so especially if you start talking fuzz face, if if those first couple of modes are a variation on a fuzz face, I'll be very interested because the idea of a fuzz face with two band EQ and a bias knob that is way up my alley. Yeah, I'm I'm very intrigued by this. I, I love a good uh, sag. My like my favorite fuzz is like uh, always one that's got the sag turned down and has that like sputtery breakup thing going on. Yep, I that I love I that's what I really want out of um, 
most fuzzes. I need them just I need them to be super wooly and I need them to be able to peel back and be super just like spitty. Yeah. Like my favorite some of my fa- one of my favorite fuzz sounds is the solo on uh Easy by the Commodores. Oh. And that gets that kind of sputtery sound. Yeah. I absolutely love that. That's one of my favorite when I play a fuzz, that's one of the things I play that's probably one of the most common riffs i play uh besides any like a couple smashing pumpkins riffs see when i play fuzz i'm constantly chasing either eric johnson's fuzz face tone or or um uh, i was just wayne Wayne allman's fuzz face tone yeah i was just talking about how that eric johnson fuzz face is the pedal that i i that's one that's up there on i regret selling yeah dude (sighs) such an amazing pedal yeah, that's that's a really rad one, and you're not gonna find them anymore, and they're super expensive nope. now. Yes, I know. I'm ho- hopefully like, I don't know. Hopefully Eric Johnson gets canceled for some reason, and I can buy one cheap. <laughs> <laughs> that, hopefully he goes away of like, like I don't know some of these other pedal pillars that people start selling for dirt cheap once they find out that they're jerks. Yeah, but Eric, Eric Johnson. I like it was really cool because I got to see him live, and he, he's like he's like one of those people like. I don't get I don't really dig a lot of his stuff, but I respect him very much. Right. And and then Cliffs of Dover. So like <laughs> and Guitar Hero. Like all like so like there's like that. And so like but it was really cool. I got to see him do the experience Hendrix. Yeah. Or the uh, is or was it um it was like it was uh it was Dweezil's thing. I can't remember uh what it is. Um Zappa does Hendrix or Zappa like whatever. Um but yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, no, that's a great fuzz tone to to go after. Yep, that's my favorite. So, you know what else and is going to be? I, I a forgot. Favorite? I forgot. Oh. Analog Man would sell the the fuzz faces, just mm-hmm. like straight up unmodded. Yeah, they're still on his website, but they're yeah. sold out. Yeah, yeah. He also mod them for you on the uh-huh. way out the door. Yep. But you can still buy the Joe Bonamassa one, guys. So, <laughs> I'm good. look, I mean, any any weird feelings about Joe B aside, it's a great fuzz. Yeah, if I if I'm if I'm buying the fuzz with this like a signature fuzz, I'm getting Eric Johnson. Still make the Jimi Hendrix one too. Yeah, is yes. the Hendrix one the smaller size? Yep. Yeah, I want the big one. So I had a um. I had one of the red germanium fuzz faces I bought for 50 bucks off Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I shot it out against my sun face, and the sun face was just better. So I sold the I sold the uh, the big one. Because honestly, I didn't have room for that on a pedal board anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what you don't have room for on your pedal board? What's Black that? Star Amped 1. 100 watt amp for your pedal board. Um this is not the amp one by was it blue g uh blue guitars blue uh, yeah blue okay. uh, yeah the the founder is thomas blue blue baby beluga <laughs> sorry um yeah uh i like there's this kind of uh saltiness people are getting mad about black star naming this the amped one because they have the amp one but those are two different words um like who fucking cares i yeah i don't i don't care 
this is i mean is black star really it's not like black star is known for going after like small companies or something i mean i i don't know like amped one like yeah that sounds like a fucking pedal name amp one also sounds like a pedal name can i tell that there's a difference yes because i'm not fucking seven <laughs> like and honestly this one looks a lot better um, so so black star has been making a big push lately mm-hmm. they've been um you know we we all remember them as sort of like the budget amps you remember it yeah. felt like they were like the guitar center like tube amps they were like the affordable tube amps in guitar center. even their solid state stuff because a lot of it kind of felt like they stepped in where crate disappeared from yes yeah, yeah. well now some of the stuff they're putting out now is high end there's some really really good um pedals coming out in their department 10 series um and this this feels like one more step into i don't know just a higher class of gear they're putting out uh even as a pedal board amp it just feels like it's a uh it's a step up for them yeah this looks really this looks very classy yeah i mean the honestly like the the font on it is phenomenal i, I know it's weird because there, there's no real artwork besides this little st- star that is that does that light up uh, around i don't think so. maybe i can't tell maybe. in the pictures if it's lit up or not yeah um but anyways like it's very classy looking the casing yep. has that nice bent metal um it, it's also it's got um midi it's got an effects loop it can go to an 8 or 16 ohm cab. It's even got 9 volt out to power pedals for you. It's yeah. also got a USB port for importing IRs, I think. Oh, no, they, it has some built-in stuff. Probably That's probably for updating yeah. software and whatnot. But yeah, it's got a ton of features. It's got built-in, um, like you can tailor the tube type response that you get out of it. Yeah, It's got built-in reverb i mean this is it's got midi and like that's the cool it's got like it's and it's doing all that at 499 dollars. yeah this is this kind of i mean this has that classy look kind of like the milkman um it also has an xlr out oh yeah yeah that's a big deal and a headphone out wait is it on the side yep oh crap i didn't even see that Oh, and the USB is for USB recording, so it can act as a guitar interface. Yeah, this is phenomenal. People getting pissy about it are dumb. No, this seems absolutely... At $499, that sounds incredible. So what's its competition here? I mean, there there is other stuff in the realm here. Does this blow it out? There's the blue blue guitar, amp one. Mm Mm-hmm. There is, is there anything else? I mean, I you could milk say the that there's the milkman. I was gonna yeah, say milkman the amp. Yeah, but, I mean, but is that really competition with this and feature then set? The victories. Um, yeah, the victory, the big boys of what we were just talking about. There's the EHX one stuff. that they did with um, Tom Morello. What was that one? Um, oh yeah. Trying to remember the name of that, but. I, I do not know. You know, I, I'll just be blunt. I don't think I've ever seen somebody use a pedal board amp yet. 
it was the MXR Power 50, but that's not the same. It's not really. Mm. That's just kind of an yeah. amp, amp in a box. Not really like an amp in a box. You know what I mean? I hear you. Yeah, I see that. Uh, I, I have seen some people use pedal board amps. I, I see people talk about it online, but I've yet to even see their boards with them on them. Yeah. Um, would you say the, I mean, the simplifier is close to this. Yeah, without the amp side of it. Oh, yeah, without it actually being a pedal board. Without amp, it being a power, need, power amp. Yeah. Power. Oh, yeah, it doesn't have power. Okay, you're, you're yeah. right. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, the, the uh, two notes thing that we saw last year or earlier the year with the with the two preamps in them. I feel like the people, I feel like, I don't know the, if people are using these in, a, in the sense where they put it on a pedal board. I think they might just be using it at home. I think the the other market for something like this is people who play a lot of fly dates and yeah. they don't necessarily want something like the Helix or Kemper or Quad Cortex solutions. They like their pedal board. They just need something where they can show up and play directly into a cab and also, I guess, direct line out. Yeah. I mean, just, the purse yeah. of that lets you, I mean, I like the line out that's simmed plus you, like if I was gigging, right and, you know yeah. you had either a house cab or you had to bring your own cab um yeah. but you could always give the the front of house like a proper the direct a, the direct and you're happy with that sound mm -hmm. that's just such a, a much more consistent rig so 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 the the to me the real competition to this is the hx stomp do you get this as in your amp on a pedal board Let's say you don't need the power. Because let's be honest, most people don't. If you didn't need the power, do you buy something like this over a uh, HX Stomp? Or, or think, moreover, actually, you can still... The power is there for when you need it, but it's yeah, not necessarily right. there. And then that's just for stage volume anyway. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, that, and that's the thing. Like that's I think that's the big difference is the application of do you need power which a lot of us don't. That's like, I've got a powered speaker that I use with my stomp. Mm -hmm. I've got the head rush, so I don't need that. But also, there's also, like you said, this is really good for the people who, I mean, this is more like, this is the stuff where I think people play in like bar gigs, Nashville, um, people yeah. who they don't, they, they're walking into different scenarios every time. This is the safest bet. Well, yeah. And also the fact that this thing has um, nine volt outs on it mm -hmm. as well. Yep. So it can be your pedal board power, which means you can right. just carry a loose pedal or two, throw them yep. in. Um, and so you get what you need to out of that. Um, and actually that's 500 milliamps of power. So like you could run a big sky off that thing. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, some cool. I mean, it's, it's a cool option. I could see this being a loose thing you carry in your bag. Yeah, I was going to say another place that I see this being a real value is as a backup to your amp. Yeah. Oh, let's have like a quilter, or yeah. a crate, power brick, or whatever. Absolutely. I mean, this is this is also great for the guy who like all of his like, especially like if you're going to your friend's house to practice, mm -hmm. like you're going to his garage to practice, and you're you're gonna play through. You're not playing through the PA because the only person who goes through the PA at practice is the guitar, is the vocalist, like something like that. And then you want to recreate that sound going to every, you know, going to your gig. And you might be able to run direct there and it work better. Okay. Like, this is all well and good. Does this sound good? 
That's the, uh, that's the I don't know. I haven't <laughs> listened to it. Don't know. And we've been talking about this for a while, it. and I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, one, it's it's all solid state. So yeah. how good does it sound is a big question. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I like the fact that there's a lot of there's a lot of different voicings. There's obviously there's multiple tube types. There's you know USA, UK, and a flat voicing. There's the different power ratings. It's super flexible. Oh. Guys, just sound the good. software that deals with this mm -hmm. is phenomenal. Like you can set the position of the mic. Yep. Like I saw that in the description of the uh, the speaker, the IRs that they use. Okay, yes. that's actually not that. That's not that unique. No. No, I'm not saying it's unique. I'm just saying it's really cool that it's it, it. Well, on the box, it's very simple. You can dive in and get a lot and edit quite a bit of it. Mm -hmm. I, so. I think it'll be interesting to hear it and see what it sounds like um i wonder how much saturation the market for this kind of thing can actually handle though because i wonder if there are so few players that this is actually a question or a problem for them that there's that it's falling into a place where there's already so many solutions that i don't know what'll find it sounds happen. phenomenal are you listening to it yeah it sounds great yeah I'll listen after this episode and uh, I'll post something in the group. But yeah. Anyone can do that too, by yeah. the way. Let's see what Just we think of that. There. Speaking of something anyone can do, that's by this Epiphone Tony Iommi SG special. So there's been Tony Iommi Epiphones before. Yes. Yeah, but not like this cheap. Is the sticker optional? Well, this is $100. That's never mind. It's not that cheap. Pass thousand dollars um, <laughs> i just thousand dollars not excited about this whatsoever it's got the uh wraparound bridge that's actually adjustable which is nice yeah yeah it's got the and it's, a, it's p90s instead of p90s in a humbucker route it looks like yeah because it's got rings that hold them yes. hold them in place so you could swap if you wanted to Yep. Um, it's a bound fretboard, which is interesting for an Epiphone. Mm -hmm. um, but I just, I, it's, it's, I don't know. Is Tony Yomi selling guitars really at this point? Is he still selling guitars? That was kind of I my assume, thought. I would assume yes. Yeah. Well, the people who, like, don't forget the people who listen to Black Sabbath are, you know, what? old and it, have guys, retirement guys, money. Guys, 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 it does include the monkey sticker if you want it. I oh, want it. Does it? Does it? But it doesn't come on the guitar. Does that come on the guitar? It's in the case. Oh, that's, want, okay. That's good. I want a Johnny Chimpo. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Oh my gosh! Sorry, Johnny Chimpo. You know, speaking of other guitars that none of us are going to buy. Yes. Um, do you want to dive into um, this year's calendar? <laughs> Wait. Oh. Uh, the the Fender Custom Shop 2022 Winter Roundup got released. Winter Roundup. Yeah. Um, hold on, hold on. Before you even start describing these, I'm just going to go down and start reading prices off. Yeah. $9,100. $86.50. Oh, they're getting cheaper. $13,175. <laughs> yeah, but you really got to see that one, guys. $8,450. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So these are these are, I guess, the ones that like the master built 
crazy awesomeness. So the first one is Fender Masterbuilt 69 Stratocaster Relic by Greg Fessler. This thing looks... Okay, so let, let's just remember a few important things. One, mm -hmm. the fact that half of these are told, they or actually all of them, they're built by a specific person. Mm -hmm. Right. That is half the value of this guitar. That is. Right. And particularly this first one, also note that the pickups are a set of Josephina 69 Strat pickups. Who's Josephina? That's the famous pickup winder. Yep. Oh, okay. So magic mojo abound on this. It's a over relic seafoam with a short tremolo bar. And a nice, uh, is that tortoise pick guard? Yeah. The torque looks guard so actually looks really good. The, the, the guitar looks phenomenal. If you like relics, this is a great job. Yeah. It, well, it, yeah. it's too far of a relic for me, but sure. Right. See, like, I, this is, I like it, it but <laughs> and I get it. The master built thing is like that's the value you're getting a guitar that was built by one person. They're the right. only hands that have touched this instrument. Again, how much does a Murphy Lab relic cost? Oh, not that much. I don't think. Maybe it could get up there, but like it, like a custom shop relic from Gibson is in this price bracket too, right? Let's Probably. see. Let me let me look and see. So a if you had a master built or whatever from if you get a well, all of the Murphy Lab stuff is custom shop. Yeah, and so they don't. Um, and I they could start get, at like six or seven grand, right? And then they go yeah, up from there. they start yeah exactly. They start around six seven grand, go up from there. Um, so they're in the same ballpark or a um. They don't call them custom shops, obviously, but Paul Reed Smith would be the private stock guitars. Mm -hmm. um, those are in the six to six to twelve k range, right, uh, or yep. even more. Um, so, well, so my thing is, I'm not saying they're not necessarily worth it. I'm saying, but they the the prices put them into a place that it's hard for me to be interested, and so, um, and at the same time, the you none of us can buy these. Like that's the yeah. other kind of crazy part about that is like, they're going to be either one or so few there's people who are just like, they're just trying to get a master built guitar. They don't want, yep. they don't get to pick the specs of it and the amount of guitars you have to buy before you're even allowed to buy a master built. Yep. You know, it's like uh, trying to buy a La Ferrari. How many Ferraris did you have to own before you were even invited to buy that one? You know, probably just went way over your heads with that analogy but other nope. brands do the same thing yeah they do absolutely do um they i i think they're interesting like these in particular aren't that interesting to me uh but they're just because they're models of guitar that don't speak to me but i love the idea of the master built fender custom shop and if that's what you absolutely want and absolutely need um the square um, has this like super metallic paint job that's a flat paint job kind of thing you know what i mean like yeah a, um what am i look? what what am i it's a sparkle finish yeah it reminds me of novo's coke bottle sparkle mm -hmm. finish they do and no guard on it too is kind of a unique look for an Esquire. yeah it is um the custom buffalo telecaster this yeah. is going in some tech ceo's montana lodge mm -hmm. as a showpiece or and yeah. it, it doesn't follow the ryan burke rule of art guitar art so oh. it is art that is designed to be hung up on a wall hanger yeah or a display case yeah it's Buffalo. not 
it's a lot. Like it's got that whole like hardcore Southwest motif going on. Um, with Southwest you know, or Midwest? <laughs> Southwest. It's Buffalo, so actually, I think, it, I think it's a little it's a little higher up. Yeah, it. Yeah, I guess it would be, but still, it's got that Western motif: the skulls, the buffalo, the uh, Native American imagery and patterns. Home, home on the range. Yeah. Oh. With the yeah. deer and the antelope. Play. You gotta play that on that guitar. Do you? Uh, is hurt. Do you see the back of the neck on that thing too? No, I didn't see the back of the neck. Oh yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know how they wound up doing that, but that's interesting i you know i've gotten that same effect by dragging things on concrete <laughs> oh neat <laughs> this one was pulled behind a 1976 <laughs> chevy Super now i will Mario. say the the plainest one the 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 custom 50 stelecaster i i like that i dig Journey that Man Relic, yeah yeah, that, that oh, dark butterscotch see journeyman <laughs> relic is kind of what i want all guitars to come like yeah. yeah that's like that sweet warning. spot of like slightly broken in mm-hmm. um or like actually like really broken in but it's also like i didn't destroy this guitar and it didn't go through a flood it's kind of like the one year to three year mark with your underwear <laughs> 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 just you're in that sweet spot dude you're <laughs> if your underwear is looking like that after a year i'm a bit concerned for you buddy <laughs> Excuse us while we have a an aside where we discuss laundry and culling care with Diaz. Well, it depends on how many pair you own, how often you wear them. I mean, it's, it all depends. How many pairs of underwear do you own, Diaz? Uh, I don't know. I don't keep track. There's the episode title right there. <laughs> how many pairs of underwear do you own? <laughs> oh, it, it, underwear is cheap. Go buy a lot of them. <laughs> rotate them. It's cheap. <laughs> I'm no, I'm saying like I don't I don't know. I don't quite <laughs> a bit. I actually I have a few different things where it's like I just buy them every six months, I just buy a few more. And at that point you just go take your most worn out ones and just toss them. Like that's mm-hmm. I did that with undershirts and I did that with underwear. Speaking of underwear, Laney releases the Laney LA <laughs> studio. <laughs> well, and at that price point, you're gonna poop your pants. <laughs> yeah. Like Okay, this I'm 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 scrolling through. This is an actual tube amplifier. Yeah. With a two notes torpedo DI out. Um and MIDI for $849. You know, I'm really just shocked that Laney is staying relevant. Yeah. They like they haven't look at just look at how basic that is. Like it's a basic looking amp and they just Oh, it looks great. Like yep. I mean in a great way. Like it it's just phenomenal. It has MIDI. Yeah, yes. it's got MIDI. It's got MIDI. Uh they well, did they did use the uh old USB B style, you know, the printer plug. Oh shoot. Oh, yeah. Toss this in the landfill. On. That's worthless. <laughs> what the crap? <laughs> look, look, they throw it in the <laughs> landfill so Phil so Will can find it. Dude, so our friend of the show, Will. You know, he he was working and he you know was taking a load to the landfill, and there was an orange crush twenty. Yeah, like what apparently the, worked just fine. Works just fine. Also, a really I, rad plastic skeleton. Yeah, the plastic skeleton was probably the better find. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like it was really weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is this is phenomenal. I mean, it's got two notes technology in it. Yep. 
for 800 bucks it's also non-traditional tubes i mean it's so it's a it's a yeah. 12 bh7 which is kind of a, not a very common power tube but at the same time um you know about a year or two ago that would have been a great power tube to have when everyone else was trying to buy six l6s and you couldn't find it's exactly one. right that's 100 mm-hmm. percent right which who knows that may have influenced this decision but there's it, the fact that it's got the whole torpedo thing built in headphones di out uh, eight two notes Dyn IRs and two Laney Dyn IRs on board, and others can be used after you register the unit. So you can actually swap. This is a proper two notes, then. Like, yeah, you this can is actually proper swap two out notes. stuff on it. Yes, uh, it's not like some of the other ones where they're like they're two notes IRs, but really it's not. It's not a real like captor. It's like right. like a captor X kind of options. Yeah, it's like oh, you've got these five to choose from that are already preloaded. You can't do anything else. Yeah, I did. And yeah, it's three watts, but if you're using this in the studio like it's sort of intended, or yeah. using it live where you don't need a cab and yeah. you're, you're well, running I, into a PA. Again, most cabs are something like 95 dB at one watt. So three yeah. watts into that is going to push you over, I don't know, another three dB. So, right. Great. Actually, yeah, three, three, another three, no, it's one three, to three times. watts would be, would be five, it's, five dB. If, if one watt is 98, then three watts is three times that amount. Mm, no, no, that's not how that works. That's, <laughs> that's know. not how that math tracks I at know. all. <laughs> I know. I just wanted Scott's blood pressure. To D- get up doubling, a doubling wattage gets you an extra three dB. So if you're at 98 at one watt at two watts, you're at uh 101 db and then you're only increasing power by 50 percent, so you're not doubling it it's a linear scale i don't have my slide rule but my guess is you're going to get in the 102 to 103 watt uh, decibel i already told you guys the answer in this and you weren't listening earlier no uh. times speaking three not, times three is five li- db so all right speaking of listening not listening d'angelico launches its first ever baritone electric because they use the same headstock and they're not listening to us <laughs> I did I tell you I was at a live show and someone actually used a D'Angelo. Really? Yeah, she can play Why? the guitar very well, but it it worked. <laughs> did you say she couldn't play the guitar very well? No, she was buzzing out a lot. Oh, that's oh dang. She's a great singer though. It was one of those moments yeah. where I was like, man, if someone else played guitar, this would be a great show. So yeah, it's, so man. they're doing a baritone twenty six and three quarter scale, which is interesting. I'm, I'm used to like twenty seven and thirty. But yeah, you need that extra quarter inch. I mean, it's going to make yeah. all the difference. It makes a difference. <sighs> Good luck finding a straight edge uh, to do any work on this stuff that like a notch straight edge that is a 26.75 scale. That's not going yeah. to be a thing. I'm, I'm less worried about that as I am just the fact that, you know, D'Angelico has been making guitars for like over 100 years and they still make that headstock. Because it's ugly. I, so I don't know. Ugly. Does it double as a bottle opener? Like, if it, it does that... You can open two bottles at the same time. <laughs> you guys, just take a bandsaw and just snip the tops off, and you're good. <laughs> just snip the tip. It'll be fine. It's like whenever someone buys Whoa. one of those, like... Whenever someone buys one of those kit guitars where they give you a giant, oversized, six-in-line headstock. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, yeah, cut, your own, cut your own shape, and they don't do anything with it. <laughs> nope. That would be me. That would totally be me. <laughs> Or, or I just like curl the, like, I just like curve the, the ends a little bit. And that's it. I'm like, yeah, I know I did something. So it is a semi hollow 
two pickup baritone. Jessica uh, frets. Yeah. Oh, really? What'd you say? And they're Jessica. So like it's it's a it's a stop in between um, nickel, nickel and stainless and, steel. And stainless steel. Yeah. Where, hmm. where they wind up being kind of dark. Like the metal is not a perfect shiny thing, if I remember right. Like they kind of almost black. Am I wrong there? I cannot recall. Okay. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out why I see. They've got one with buckers and one with P90s, and I'm trying Mm -hmm. to tell the difference. The buckers are on the black one. The P90s are on the... Yeah, okay. So the the baritone with the P90s comes with uh, Seymour Duncan, D'Angelico, Great Dane P90s. Mm-hmm. The one with humbuckers, the guitar with humbuckers, comes with uh, Seth Lovers. Great pickup. Great. Fantastic PAF pickup. Um, So the... I mean, all the hardware on this is like name brand and premium. Yeah, um, Grover Super Rotomatic locking tuners. Well, how much do you think it's going to be on the stupid deal of the day? <laughs> well, let's see the um, the standard. Um, the I'm sorry, the one with the buckers is eighteen hundred. No, seventeen hundred. Seventeen hundred. It'll be it'll be a thousand. On and the, the one with P nineties is it's eight hundred dollars on twenty two hundred dollars. Oh, it's gonna be even cheaper. It's gonna be eight hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I call it. Can we just yeah, also I mean, talk about how they just took their biggest guitar and made it bigger? That, yeah. yeah. Look, I'm here for it. Give me all of the big body guitars. Whatever I can hide behind on stage works for me. <laughs> no, but it's oh, it doesn't work for me. I can't have a bigger guitar. I see. I play like the biggest bigger. guitars I possibly can. Yeah, it's like Brian Setzer, him behind yeah. that giant guitar. Dude, I I want I want a Setzer Gretz real bad. How much are those? Probably like thirty five to four thousand now. I saw one recently for sale on the gear page. I want to say it was like thirty two used. Yeah, that sounds about. That seems about right. I mean, Brian Setzer is up there on like Chet Atkins for making like Gretsch oh yeah stuck in my head. Well, yeah. Um, Until Nigel Hendroff, no one else was really playing. Oh, okay. All right. What's this last thing? Someone added it. Oh, thirty-five hundred. By the way, brand new for Brian Setzer signature. Oh, nice. That's I was right. That's appropriately priced for a high-end grudge. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, especially especially since Brian Brian Setzer isn't like a his his stars faded. Is he still touring? I'm assuming. Yeah, I assume around Christmas. Christmas Yeah, (laughs) he probably does a Christmas show, does that tour for a month, and then just cashes in. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's it's kind of like Michael Bublé. He just like hangs out for for like nine months of the year, making seltzer commercials. He busts ass. Yeah. Uh, Well, there are tickets. He is on tour, so (laughs) I knew it. He gave up on the whole like rockabilly. Like he just went with Christmas. Oh no! I I clicked it. There's actually none. It was like buy tickets for the oh. 2022 tour, and then you click on it, and there's no dates. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, he born in '59, so he's now maybe they just have enough to Mathing. Anyway, um, he's 63 years old. Yeah. 
All right, so newest, the last new thing on our list for this week is Taylor's 500 series has been refreshed using a new uh, tone wood called Urban Iron Bark. Ooh. Okay. So it's actually a recycled wood. It's it's urban recycled iron uh, wood. Um, so they were using it in you know like yeah like building I, uh... materials I think and. Um, they're saying they're replacing mahogany bodied guitars with um, this more sustainable wood option that they're saying it's actually like in the strength range of like things like ebony and, and whatnot. So Whoa. making a very strong guitar is what they're saying. Okay. I mean, I'm all for get, being more sustainable and, you know, uh, creating better solutions for being uh, environmentally conscious. Um, I'm sure it will play great because it's a Taylor. I'll be interested to see what it sounds like. Yeah. I, 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 I don't really have a hard opinion on this one, but I'm, I'm really happy Taylor. So I'm, I'm not a Taylor fan. I have nothing like against them. Not like I, like I'm not, don't hate them. Like I do some PRS stuff. I realize I've already built that reputation. Um, are you I, saying I, Taylor is the PRS of acoustic guitars? Yes, they actually okay. are, but I don't. I don't feel the same way about them. I Taylors are fine. They work great for a lot of styles. They just don't work for my styles that I like of sound wise. I've actually played unlike. I feel PRS. like you're a Martin guy more. Uh, actually, uh, I'm even more Gibson. bougie. Uh, well, I'm a Gibson acoustic Gibson and Martin, but yeah, my my guitar I play is uh basically it's like martin if martin made them better so uh yeah i i have one that i lucked into i i wish i could afford to buy one new off the shelf like i have but um but i taylor's have a place and what i'd like about taylor is at the they, dave matthews band concert yes they push the envelope for acoustics though they've made they make maybe the most playable acoustic guitar out of the box can they and continuously they, playable huh? too with the the fact that they what they've done with bolt on necks of actually making them a better option in a lot of ways for the longevity of the guitar i tell you, I, you want me to throw you a, a wild fact my bourgeois is a bolt on neck nice yeah bourgeois guitars does bolt on neck guitars because it works Obvious, and you know Taylor was one of those <laughs> pioneers of the bolt-on acoustic. It's not like obviously listeners don't get the idea of like the four bolts going in the back like your Strat does. It's a yeah. it's a more sophisticated system than that, but it's essentially it makes for easy neck resets, which an acoustic guitar typically will need at some point. Yeah, usually around twenty to twenty-five years. Yeah, which actually my bourgeois is getting kind of close to having the saddle and yeah. neck reset. So it's I mean, my, my Taylor has already had its neck reset because I've it's getting near twenty years. Yeah, so that's a thing, and so Taylors play great. They, the electronics haven't always been popular, but they've pushed the envelope on guitar electronics. Well, I'll I'll put it this way: at its time, it was revolutionary. Yes, because you had the Fishman Matrix, and that was it. Yep. And now, who do you know that actually likes a Fishman pickup anymore? What actually happened was the K and K Mini came the the K and K came out and the Anthem came out, yep. which were better mic systems and better transducer piezo systems. So yep, and they, I have the K and K in my Bourgeois and I have the Anthem in my Larrabee. You don't see a lot of traditional, um, just really crappy body mic with a piezo, right? Pickups in anything high end anymore. 
Yeah. In the low end, you still see that stuff, but not in the high end anymore. And you're not seeing also they, Taylor really did a great job of getting rid of the giant chunk of the guitar missing for a guitar preamp. I know yep. you have one it, yep. in your old guitar and you had it swapped out and stuff, but they started doing more discrete electronics and kind of keep preserving the guitars and that that yep. influenced everybody else. It's the same way like whenever Apple does something, everyone else winds up copying some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Taylor's kind of doing that now. Yep, they're they're forging. And so I really like that the then this banner that they have taken up, this torch they're bearing is the sustainable woods option. First thing they did is they realized, "Hey, ebony is a problem." Mm-hmm. Uh we're, you know, we only uh, I learned this from a video about Taylor guitars. They went and discovered that in these ebony forests, they were only using about 10% of the ebony because 90% of it has streaks in it. Well, they were like hey you know what we'll buy all of it and we will use all of it and we all went okay <laughs> well it's kind of funny it's like for me i actually like ebony with streaks in it i think it looks super cool i think it looks really really cool and so suddenly there's all this extra it, it, it i think they actually the forest they get from now they're 100 the only people that get out of that forest anymore so they create created so, jobs yep. they created a better market for it then they also are just being more responsible with wood because the rest of it was just getting pulped. And I mean, this is actually what Bob Taylor does mostly now. Yeah. Is he actually, so they, he started a separate wood supply company and they supply wood for a lot of the other guitar guitar makers and mm-hmm. all over the place. So that's why you see one tone woods coming out of them. So you see Ovon Cole on the 400 series. You see this new urban iron bark. They were doing roasting maple to make maple a better guitar tone wood for back inside which i will say very successfully it, like i don't know if you've played an old 600 series where it was just like traditional maple like they were really bright and just kind of just not great guitars and then you right. jump to this new roasted maple stuff and how they changed the bracing around with it and man i want a six a taylor 612 still like they're just amazing sounding guitars so yeah. i'm all for it I'm, I'm looking forward to getting my hands on one of these and seeing what they're really like yeah, I, I will if if I can find one of these in a store, I'll actually play it and and really want. I'm I'm probably not gonna buy a Taylor just because their overall sound as a guitar isn't what I want. But I'm really love that they're doing this, and so I'm really excited to play one and see what that see what the difference is with Urban Iron Bark. Yeah, I which mean, feels like something out of a fantasy video game. So I, I've been kind of on this journey a little bit lately. That like every time I've now shown up with my D18 places yeah people go oh my word that is the guitar sound mm-hmm. and it, it really is that kind of thing the same way like a les paul is like the electric guitar sound yeah it is just something that's just ingrained in us that the d18 is just that sound um it but at the same time like a gibson hummingbird is not really a great sounding guitar on its own but it always fits really well in a style of music and it always sits really well underneath a vocalist um taylor's are a similar way where they actually sit really well in a full band to give you that percussive side Mm -hmm. of playing acoustic in a band but like often a taylor you don't you're not going to see a bluegrass player with a taylor you are not see that's that's the way i sort of think of those three guitar sounds and this is completely over generalizing it to the umph degree but you know that martin d18 sound is that bluegrass mid forward 
a single note line thing mm-hmm. and that's the sound of it the uh the hummingbird or even the dove have a similar sound in the j45 they are to me the singer songwriter guitar because that they have this great mid-range that allows voices to sit on top of them really well and taylor's do that thing that they've got that percussive sound that I think works better in a band mix than either one of the other ones. They let you know that the acoustic guitar is there and they become a rhythm instrument. And so that they all fulfill these different roles very, very well. Yeah. But I don't play in that context where I need that acoustic guitar to play that role, so that's why I don't play them. Fair enough. Well, it's been fun. Yeah, Diaz needs a nap. We hit oh. that point. No, no, no. It, we've been we've been doing this for a minute. Um, so, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you, Philip, for joining us this week. Go check out the Forty Watt Podcast. Yeah, uh, it's very informative. That's one thing I love about your podcast. Whenever I do listen to podcasts, <laughs> I listen. When I do listen to podcasts, I listen to two different podcasts, and yours is one of them. Oh um, yeah, that's a win. <laughs> I'll take it. So. Um, but definitely go check that out. Uh, you can go to the, also for us, you can go to the effects It has links to all of our stuff, our merch, um, our Patreon, uh, our Instagram, Facebook group, which you can go on there and you can uh, talk about how I was wrong about something. Uh, Philip likes to do that quite a bit. Um, <laughs> so he's actually in our uh, Patreon as well. So he's in our chat room so we can do it more privately uh, as well. Um, so you can be like Philip. Uh, so for the effects loop, uh, thanks for listening. I'm Diaz. I'm Philip. I'm Scott. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. See you later. See you at a different time. I'll catch you on the phone. I'm, I'm, I'm waving, but nobody can see it. Yeah. I'm waving from my heart. Why is negativity always drawing out pictures?
saying? We visualize love, energize lives together, together. We undefeated. A plan to make weather's no gloves needed. When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in a community that remains happy. Never after, the world should be one. Hate annihilated, every heart is one. Love again. So. I gotta hop off here, guys. Okay, um, but I have uh, a new I have a new line now that I'm gonna put on a uh, on all of my advertising stuff when I try to sell my podcast to new guests. It's that? gonna be Jonathan Diaz, and it's just gonna say, uh, "I don't listen to podcasts, but if I did, I'd listen to this one." <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts, but if I did, I, I'd definitely check this one out. <laughs> so, all right, awesome. guys. I'll see you later, dude. See you guys.